Jim Rohn once said that motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we discuss what to do when you lose motivation. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Have you ever, for no clear reason, just lost your motivation? I have. I have many times. And I talk to people about this motivation, inspiration thing quite a bit. I have a keynote, this state of readiness that I give, and it's around pushing through the toughness, pushing through the journey. And inevitably, uh, when I finish with this keynote, I open it up to Q&A, and it's the number one question I always get, which is, how how do you reignite when you've lost your motivation? And when this has ever happened to me, it's a terrible feeling, especially for you all that are out there that are cup half full type people like constantly, like you're the one that's optimistic when, you know, all hell's breaking loose around everybody. But then this, this season comes where you just kind of lose it. I hate this feeling, but it has happened to me. It's probably happened to you. As a competitor and a driver type, when I'm feeling unmotivated, I also feel guilty about feeling that way. Like, how dare you? I I begin to beat myself up and tell myself I cannot allow this to happen. Not me, not Jeff Hancher. I mean, after all, part of my role in this life is to inspire and motivate other people. How can I do that when I'm not even motivated myself? And sometimes as leader, that, that's how we feel as well. As leaders, this, this can be a heavy burden when these seasons come. We, we start procrastinating on our tasks and our projects. We feel guilty about the loss of motivation, but we can't get ourselves to do anything about it. We're kind of in this rut. I think it's important to learn from these moments and ask ourselves, what is this teaching me? What can I learn through this? Your mind is giving hints that something is off. I have found that when this occurs in my own life, the best thing that I can do to snap out of it is to look at the entire situation very subjectively. I have found in my years of mentoring others through this, as well as navigating the valleys and the mountaintops myself, there are really a few areas that this usually boils down to as I reflect back on it. And the first one is, is that you simply don't value yourself. Uh Oh, uh, Jeff, you just opened a wound. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're going there. This may come as a shock to you. But this is without question the number one reason for loss of motivation that I've experienced in my life. Thankfully, it isn't much of an issue for me today, but it is something that I had battled the majority of my life. Up until my mid-30s, I was in a heavyweight fight with imposter syndrome. I didn't think I was good enough. I was afraid of being quote unquote, found out. I didn't feel worthy of more. I found myself settling and justifying my current level of success as this is enough. This is good enough. I mean, after all, I've made it further than anyone ever thought I'd make it anyway. 
Is this resonating with anybody listening? Have you been there? Because I sure have. Maybe it's just me. And, and maybe you don't want to admit that you don't value yourself. Who, whoever wants to look in a mirror and say, hey, you know what? You kind of suck. Nobody, nobody's admitting that. But I think you got to really dig deep here. Is, is, your, is your self negative? Are you talking negatively about yourself? Are you bitter? Do you consider yourself unworthy of something? If so, it stands to reason that this could be the reason why you're feeling unmotivated and rightly so. I talk about this a lot in my state of readiness keynote, because I will tell you, if you don't overcome these hurdles, at best, you'll stay stagnant at best. But oftentimes, if you don't get out of this funk that you're in, you're going to start going backwards. But even if you stay stagnant, you got to know, you got to realize the rest of the world is chasing you by. They are about to lap you and they're ready to take you out. If you've heard my my state of readiness talk, you've heard me talk about the Dale Carnegie sales training story. I want to be, I'm a truck driver. I want to be in sales. So I pay out of my own pocket to go take this, you know, high end sales training so that I could become the world's best sales representative in, in all planet earth ever seen. And I show up that day and it sucked, hated it. I showed up in my best polo and dockers to a room full of people wearing three-piece suits, cufflinks, and collar stays, and, you know, shoes so shiny I could have combed my hair in them. And I'm like, these are not my people. I don't belong here. I, this isn't for me. I've bitten off more than I can chew. I come from the other side of the tracks. And by the way, life's not so bad now anyway, so let's just settle in where we're at. Self-talk will not only unmotivate you, if not dealt with, it will kill your potential of reaching what you're built for. The key to overcoming this is to identify your limiting beliefs and write them down. Oh, yeah, we're getting real. Write them down. Yes, write them down. Something magical happens when you begin to read them yourself. You're staring them in the face. It's a written word. There's power in the written word. Here's what starts to happen. Logic starts to set in, and you may even read what you wrote and realize quickly, that's silly. That's a silly way to think. Of course it is. Of course it is. Who in their right mind thinks that way? You don't even realize it until you see it. You can't, you can't have an out-of-body experience and look in and coach yourself. That's why you got to start writing these things down. Once you have these written down, you begin to replace the bad with the good and literally rewrite the thought. It's not because you've achieved little so far that you're, you're, you aren't capable of achieving much more in the future. That's not true. It's not true. I can't do this. Have you, ever, have you ever said that to yourself? I have millions of times. Rewrite it. I can't do this, comma. I just need to figure it out. I just got to figure out how. I can't do this equals I can do this. I just got to figure it out. I don't deserve this. Oh, boy. I've said that countless times. I don't deserve all this. I don't deserve success equals, I will take what comes my way and I'm going to use it for good. I will be blessed to be a blessing. When good comes my way, I'm going to sow it back. 
this, this takes you out of this. I don't deserve success. You do. The second thing to get out of this funk, get out of this uh, unmotivational pit that you might be in is because your why isn't big enough. Your why isn't big enough. Well, Jeff, you know, I do, I do have desire. I do want things. There are things in my life that I do want. I want to attain more things. It's not big enough. It's not big enough. You can't stay unmotivated very long if you have a big reason for your why, a big reason of why winning matters. <clears throat> here's, here's a newsflash. It's not money. Now, money might be a big part of it, but that money that you want to make, it's attached to something meaningful. You likely have some answer as to why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, I, I hope you do. The question is, is your answer strong enough or emotional enough? This is a huge reason for lack of motivation, because I will tell you this. If you're fighting hard for the next Gucci bag, that ain't it because you're going to get it and you're going to want another one or a bigger one or a bigger house or a faster car or another beach house or it's never going to be enough. And this is a huge reason for lack of motivation. Whatever it was we started was started because we wanted to improve our current state and our current position. We wanted to grow. We could see the prize, but we really we didn't really weigh the true cost of getting to the prize. Things get hard when this happens. And the easy thing to do is to just reason our way out of it. And then we start justifying quitting. I gave it a good shot. Well, you know, if I quit now, well, you know, I've made it pretty far already. Well, you know, I've gotten much farther than I thought I would anyway. We start to reason our way out. Listen, you can fool, you can fool everybody. Congratulations. You can't fool yourself. And that will kill your progress. Stop quitting and start fighting for what matters to you most. Don't quit. Fight. Fight for what matters. Don't justify it. Don't reason your way with all your buddies and your friends and your family of why you're failing, of why it's not working. Fight for what matters for, to you most. Ask yourself the question, th this one. Write it down and answer it. Why did I even start why did I even begin? And if your answers are weak, then your why is not big enough. And you got to find it and you might have to dig deep. But if your why is not big enough, this just becomes a cavalier approach to life. Living for the weekend. You're not going to make impact that way, I promise you. Write down some of the reasons why you're doing what you're doing. And don't stop until you arrive at something that stirs your being, that stirs your spirit, something that will drive you. It doesn't matter how big or small it is. There has to be a compelling reason to keep going because quitting's too easy. It's easy. It could be something as small as not quitting a Dale Carnegie sales class. I remember that trip across, you know, the downtown Pittsburgh, 
I've already settled in my mind I'm quitting. But as that journey home kept going on and on and on, I started thinking about my childhood. I started thinking about the setbacks. I started thinking about the poverty that I was raised in. And I said, I'm not letting hell or high water keep me from going back to this class. And not only am I going back to this class, I'm going to be the best student in this class. And I'm going to take what I learned and I'm going to get that promotion into sales and I'm going to set the world on fire. Let's go. Winning small battles could lead to winning big wars. That was a small battle for me. It sounds silly, right? Oh, Jeff, you know, you're, you're, you're a big-time podcaster and speaker now, and you're telling me once upon a time you, you wanted to quit a sales class? Yeah, seems silly, right? What's the small thing that you've thought about quitting, that you thought about justifying? This isn't for me. You better rest assured that when you win a lot of small battles, you by sure are preparing to win a big old war. Go chase it down. The third thing, the goal intimidates you. Man, oh man, have you ever been at base camp looking at the top of that mountain and saying, good Lord, how are we ever going to get there? I've never been there before. How would we ever get there? Has anybody ever been to the top of that mountain? I will tell you this, if if your goals don't intimidate you a little bit, they're probably not big enough. Have you ever set a goal that was so big that it would require you to work extremely hard every single day to even have a chance to see it come to pass? If not, you should consider it. It's a wild ride. The risk with setting big goals like this is that we get stuck on how to even move forward. We get crippled by the details. I mean, when you're trying to get to the top of Everest and you're sitting at base camp, it can be a little daunting. This leads to procrastination at best and at worst, a loss of motivation and quitting because it doesn't seem possible and it doesn't seem realistic. I felt this way when I started the company that we have now. Jeff Hancher Enterprises, the logo was awesome. You know, we, we, the podcast was gaining momentum. I mean, here we go. Let's go. December of 2019, we're going to set the world on fire. Let's go. COVID hits. Oh, dear. Well, that was a long walk off a short plank. Well, let's just go get a job. Good luck, pal. Everybody's laying everybody off, furloughing everybody. You want to talk about a miserable state. You want to talk about lacking motivation. You want to talk about poor me. What are we going to do now? My poor wife, she had to endure it all. But at some point I had to say, you know what? It's like that. We're burning the ships. Have you ever read the story? Hey, we're going to uh, we're going to attack the enemy because they're trying to take our freedom, and 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 we are outnumbered ten to one. And, and the commander of the ship, whenever they got on the beach, he lit that ship on fire, and he said, "There is no going back. We're either going to beat this enemy or we're going to die on this island." But nobody's getting back on this ship, and there is no retreat. And at some point in my journey early in this pursuit, I had to burn the ships and say, you know what? There is no going back. There is no plan B. This is the thing. At some point, if you if you have this goal that intimidates you, the easy thing is going to be to retreat because retreating is not painful. It, matter of fact, retreating gets you out of pain and it could save you from being killed. But at some point, you got to say, no, this is bigger. I know I got to go fight this down. I got to go chase this down. The big goal is initially set. Why? Because you felt capable. 
You felt capable. There was a reason you set the big goal. But procrastination starts to set in. Here's the solution. List all of your established tasks and evaluate them to see if they're small enough. Yes, small enough. Big goal, small action. Big goal, small task. Remember, battles win wars. You have to always be asking yourself, have I structured this pursuit appropriately or am I setting myself up to fail? Do you, do you all know how you get to the top of Everest? By taking steps. That's really it. One step after another. Does it get harder? Sure, but you just focus on the next step. Small wins build momentum. So, so I want to I wanna complete the 12-week the Dale Carnegie course, and I want to finish at the top of my class. This is overwhelming. It's scary. How am I ever going to do that? I mean, I'm an un- uneducated truck driver that doesn't even know how to spell sales appropriately, and I surely don't know how to dress like one. Lord, help me. I'm intimidated. How's this ever going to happen? I knew in and of my own strength and ability, it was impossible. But I knew I had to finish this, 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 this class because my why was just too big. So what did I do? I went and found out who was the best salesperson in our office. And I went and found him. And he, he became a mentor. And, and he helped me break down the material from each week. This, this is realistic now. And it helped me build some level of momentum. It is absolutely critical. When you feel this lack of motivation hit because a goal is too big and overwhelming and, and it's, it's just taking you down, that you look at the audacious goal and you put it into structure of small tasks and reasonable deadlines, it's going to make it much easier to keep moving forward. This is what I had to do early on. Folks, I didn't even know what Zoom was. I had never been on a Zoom call in my life. The whole world shut down. People were trying to save money. Companies weren't trying to spend more. They were trying to save money. So what could I do? I had no revenue coming in. I left an amazing job. I had an amazing career. I'm starting to second guess my decision. I could focus on all the bad, but I had to focus on what can I do today? You know what I focused on? Write another world-class podcast, right? I was batched out for like three months. That had never happened before. I'm going to make, I'm going to do, I'm going to post on social media two or three times a day. I'm going to call companies and offer the state of ready. That's how the state of readiness keynote was born. I just started calling companies and I said, look, probably the thing you need most right now is mindset to save your people from going nuts. I have something that I want to offer and I want to give it to you at no cost. Worst case scenario, you lose an hour of your day. Best case scenario, we get your people ready to fight a battle. Uh, Well, it's kind of a no-brainer, right? Now I got to deliver value. I started doing that keynote like four or five times a week via Zoom. It's it helped catapult my business. Don't don't see the big hairy monster. Break it down into small bite-sized chunks. The fourth thing that might be causing this lack of motivation is that you lack support. When you're feeling defeated, you feel like giving up, you're questioning yourself, you're going to need to take a good audit of your environment. Environment is a huge predictor of success and also a big reason why success is not achieved, by the way. And when I say environment, I'm talking about the people that you're allowing to speak into your life. If you surround yourself with negative, cynical people, you will adopt their mindset and turn negative and cynical as well. 
This will make it harder to motivate yourself to do anything, especially when you have this big audacious goal that we just talked about in point number three. Here's the reality. And, and look, man, this might be a hard pill for y'all to swallow. And this is, this is your close friends and maybe even your family. People want to see you win. I will get on board with that. But most people don't want to see you win more than them. They don't. And so they become cynical. I remember whenever we built our first home, we were, I mean, we were living the American dream. We had saved, we're going to build this big, beautiful house. And I had family members saying, well, what if you can't make the payments? What if, what if you lose your job? What if you were ever to get sick? What if, what if, what if, what, what if I don't? What if this is the first of many houses? And I'm going to keep building bigger ones. What if that? Cynical, negative. These are people that, by the way, cared about me. Let's take some inventory. I'm not saying to not have people that are subjective and feeding you sound advice and challenging you. I'm talking about the people that are jealous of you, the people that have a problem for every solution, the people that always focus on why things are never going to work out. You know who they are. You don't owe them your time. I don't care who they are. Keep in mind, that although some people have great intentions, they could be poisoning your mind. If you're going to transcend, you got to fix your environment. I found this to be true when I left that 24-year career to start my own company. You want to talk about the cynics coming out of the woodwork. What if it doesn't work, Jeff? What about retirement? You're not even going to have a 401k. Do you even have medical benefits? Look how hard you've worked to just give it all away. Do you have a business plan? The market's polluted with people like you, Jeff. How are you ever going to stand out? Do you have the capital to make this happen? Hey, how are you going to pay for your kid's college? Oh, my gosh. You want to talk about fear? I mean, you just hit a nerve. I didn't even think about that, honestly. How am I going to pay for my kids' college? Well, even what am I? Do I even have credit at this point? All of these things start coming into my mind. Negative, cynical. Uh oh, uh oh. I'm probably not going to make it. Well, I guess this is where it ends. Some of this led to me slipping right back into imposter syndrome. That dear old friend that I had in my almost my entire life that tried to take me out. Poverty mentality, thinking I wasn't good enough. Hey, what if they're right? What if all of these things actually did happen? It was in that moment that I had to guard my peace and limit my communication with people that, by the way, I cared deeply about. You got to go. The wall has been built. I can't be around you. At some point, you have to say, I know what others are saying, but what am I saying? Listener, what are you saying? What are you saying in your mind? I'm built for this. I have earned the right for this. I'm going to serve others. I'm going to make big impact. I'm going to have a legacy that I help change people's life. That's what I had to start speaking to myself. Surround yourself with positive, successful people that have been where you want to go. Determine what elements in your environment demotivate you. Remove those elements and replace them with motivators. Have you ever heard the saying, you are what you eat? It's true. It's true. Get around it. The same fertilizer that allows healthy vegetables to grow will also allow poison ivy to grow. True? It's true. It's true. What you feed is what will grow.
Last thing I want to tell you is to be patient. <clears throat> you want things now. You see things that aren't there, but you think they should be. I should be further along than I am right now, you say. I've said it too. You know, when you start that Instagram and Facebook feed and you get three likes and two of them are your grandparents and one of them's your spouse, and you're like, dang. Here's the key to this. Practice gratitude for what you already have. I have come to find perspective in the fact that there are people praying for most of what I define as problems. It's true, folks. Your problems aren't that bad. It's important to realize that success is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Everything good in life is going to take time. Value consistency more than you value intensity. Consistency matters. In closing, the pursuit of reaching your potential, when you're on this pursuit, there will be seasons that you lack motivation. Realize that this is normal and it's okay. You're not doing anything wrong. You're human. What is not okay is staying in this place and allowing it to cause you to settle for anything less than reaching your fullest calling in this life. The next time this occurs to you, I want to challenge you to review the areas that I spoke about today. Let these points become your battle cry and the voice of reason to begin the process back to winning the battle of your mind. Keep climbing that mountain. Keep making big impact. Keep fighting for your potential and never forget that you have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.